and an early warning system that worked very well. The president addressing the nation from the White House also confirmed that no Americans were harmed and that more economic sanctions will be placed on Iran. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, House Minority Leader Republican from California Kevin McCarthy is criticizing Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi for delaying submission of articles of impeachment to the Senate. Talking with reporters at the Capitol, McCarthy also says that the focus of lawmakers should be on other issues. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan in place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. A new report says private sector jobs were on the rise last month. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has the details. The ADP and Moody's Analytics private sector payroll report released on Wednesday morning shows companies adding 202,000 positions in December above analysts' expectations. Construction, the goods-producing industry, and the services sector all did reflect increases in jobs, while positions in manufacturing, natural resources, and mining all declined. The government's jobs report is due out on Friday. More than 180 people have been arrested in Australia for brush fire-related offenses, including 24 for arson since November. That's according to the New South Wales Police Force. Australia has been engulfed in flames since late July as part of the worst wildfire season in decades. The news comes as many Democratic presidential candidates have insisted man-made climate change was the cause of the fires. And you're listening to USA Radio News. We know that fundraising can be a challenge, but it doesn't have to be. Save Around has over 40 years of experience helping schools, groups, and organizations exceed their fundraising goals. Save Around's coupon books contain thousands of dollars in value to help your supporters save at their favorite local and national businesses. Let Save Around's expert fundraising team help you earn the money your group needs. It's risk-free, simple, and effective. To get started, visit SaveAround.com or call 866-554-5061. Get ready for one of the most unique experiences in Las Vegas. Haunted City Ghost Tours brings you their Haunt in the Mob Tour Fridays at 7 p.m. in fabulous and haunted downtown Las Vegas. Experience this one-of-a-kind guided walking tour to haunted casinos, hotels, and more. Learn about the mob's influence in Las Vegas and hear spooky and terrifying stories along this fascinating and exciting tour. For ticket information, visit them online at hauntedcityghosttours.com. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, even in the afterlife. YMCA's are so much more than a gym. It's the ultimate destination for family fun. 
Sign up today for a family membership and experience all that your local YMCA has to offer, like Friday night family field trips or parents' night out, only five bucks for three hours of fun for the kids while mom and dad take a break. With free childcare, free group classes, action-packed water parks, and state-of-the-art fitness facilities, why is not the question, but the answer. Visit LasVegasYMCA.org for more information. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio. Inviting you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Brian Blessing, David Miller. We're sitting here in Las Vegas. The boys are 
champing at the bit in Baltimore, I'm sure, as apparently their team, the guys, the guys, they had a they, week off. The guys they play for. <laughs> Do they have shoulder pads? Oh, geez, I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> good week in the NFL last week. Yeah. It's Absolutely. A, had a good time. Uh, barking dogs. Tennessee. I mean, sorry Tennessee. for you. Sorry for you. Oh, uh, you know. And then I had the. Texas coaches game. gave the game away. That's the thing that's sickening. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah. good, though, because I'm, I was finally right against you. I was running bad against you for a minute. Hey, everybody deserves a, uh, everybody deserves a, a wrong side winner. The two percent good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. The wrong side winner. Okay, we'll call that. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. You. Uh, yeah. They gave oh, yeah, that yeah. game away. They just gave the game away. But Tennessee walking in punching New England in the mouth. New England slot. It's impressive. Impressive. Yeah. And Minnesota. Uh, it's tough not to take to take both AFC uh, dogs this week. These are some big numbers. Yeah, I know, I know what you're going to say. I know what no, they're going to say. I definitely know what they're going to say. I know what they're going to say. Well, no, no. You know, not necessarily. Let them, let them stew for a minute. He might, yeah, not he, necessarily. He might say we're going to win but not cover. You know what? I think the safer play. We'll get into it. What's the safer I'm, I'm, play? I'm just cool. Okay, what's I'm going to let them cool yeah, their heels the for a play? minute. Uh, I think the safer way to play the Tennessee-Baltimore game, it's a track meet. Okay. I, I, they are not. T- t- Tennessee is going to score. A.J. Brown is back. He was taken away by Gilmore. Henry is a tank. Tannehill's playing great. Lamar Jackson runs around like a reindeer, and he's improving every game he plays as a passer. I, I think that game's a high-scoring game. Okay. All, All right. right. The, the, the listeners got a treat. They already got a there, free play. There's, there's that one. They got a free play already. Um, and then Minnesota's a different animal. I, I have that already. Every, I bet that. Everybody looking at the, you know, the tail end there. But we talked about this on this show a month ago. 20 to 1, 25 to 1 they were. I, I took that one and then the other two I'm just going to, I was going to wait till post. Well, with Cook, it's easy to, everybody last week could come in and say, oh, Cousins, Cousins, yeah, okay, I get it. Oh, well, Thielen, Thielen's not healthy. Well, wait a minute. Cook didn't play those two weeks. So Thielen was never open because they were playing zone. Because there was no running game. I feel that. Now, now, Cook is back. Cousins is a better quarterback. They've got Thielen, Diggs, and Rudolph. And it's it's in play. And San Francisco's had a great season. But I'm telling you, Minnesota's dangerous. Yeah, that's the barking dog, right? I think. Okay. I, I think that's the safest barking dog. Okay. All right, should we let bark. him in? Are you ready? <laughs> they're, they're the barking dogs, yeah. Are you ready? Yes, sir. You got your, yeah. got your Sports Insider Radio Kevlar vest on? Okay. Okay, ready? What it's do they for- got to say? We? How many we's? Even. First time we let the whole song play, too. Hi, boys. <laughs> Mike was just sitting there getting his, uh, looking at his tickets that he just purchased for this weekend's game. I bet. I can imagine. What, what section are you in or what, what neck of the stadium are you in? So I didn't go overboard. Uh, I'm taking my new girlfriend to the actual game. So this is her first experience of a Ravens game this season. So we're sitting 25-yard line, lower level, decent seats. But All right, let me ask I'm you a question, a yeah. sincere question. I told him we, that women we, come and go. On, he should take me to the on. game, but he didn't want to hold, hear that. Hold on, hold on. We've, we've documented this, Michael. You're superstitious, correct? Mm-hmm. If they lose, is is this young lady in trouble? No, because I know who not to take to the game. <laughs> the last time <laughs> I, I took... You know, when uh, John and his son came and Tucker not only missed one extra point in one game and then missed 
field goal in another, which is an anomaly for him. So they're not going. I feel really comfortable with this game, with the, with the season so far. I don't think the layoff of three weeks is going to be that big of a difference. Um, you know, I get it. Tennessee is coming in at the best time of the year for them. They've got it all together. It seems like a couple injuries on defense from last game, but uh, the offensive side of the ball, they're stacked. It is going to be a track meet. It's, it's very weird weather, Brian, out here. It literally snowed four inches yesterday, and it's supposed to be 65 on Saturday. What Any idea about wind or just a gorgeous day? They said it's supposed to be windy, and we could get a potential of showers at nighttime. So it's, it's going to be – I don't think it's going to just be like that San Fran game or that Steelers game where it's going to rain the entire game. But – Leading into it, I mean, it's it's not supposed to rain all day Saturday. It's supposed to pick up at nighttime, so it shouldn't be too bad. We have pretty good fuel conditions here, so overall it's going to be nice. Hopefully the rain holds off and it's just going to be a beautiful night for hopefully a second weekend of football. I mean, I mean, you guys could both agree with this. Last week was probably one of the best weekends I've seen in NFL playoff football in I don't even remember how many years. No, the game, the games were wild. What are you doing for the game, John? You get together with uh, your, your I'm guy. I'm still debating if I surprise Junior and take him, or if I w- have him watch it at the house on the the small 110 inch cinema screen. Well, I'll decide. Uh, the, we how, whoa, 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 whoa. How, how, how big? 110 inches. Mike, Mike Wait a is, minute. Uh, Mike's, like Mike's putting the fillers screen. out. We got we got guys coast to coast searching for good tickets for Junior. We just gotta. I, I just gotta. I might just swing by the, his mother's house and just pick him up and tell him, "Let's go, kid," and we'll see. And that'll that'll put a shock value on his face. That's a good dad. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know. But this is the thing where you get roped in, Brian. You know, you're a father, and Dave, you're a father. You know, I get. I, this is the pitch I'm getting. Well, it's a play. It's a why, blah, blah. and then all right. Now, what happens next week when they win? Then I'm going to hear the same thing again. Get then it out of the way. When they're <laughs> Super Bowl, I'm going to hear the same thing again. It never ends. It never ends. Well, it does end. It actually ends <laughs> after this week and next week, and then, then I have to bet thirty summer. grand just to get even on it. No, no, Mike, you, you've already made made. Made it known, right? That if they make it to the Super Bowl, you're going. Is that that's correct, right? I will probably be down there. I'm still working on a, a couple of connections to possibly get some decent. They don't grow on trees, man. <laughs> I don't want to just go to the game if I have to sit in you know in the rafters. You can't really see the game, and everybody looks like ants. If I'm going to go, I want good seats. Where I could actually enjoy it. Otherwise, you just want to just go down. You're just, you want to just go see Shakira? That's all. Well, look, man, I'm I just trying to know where. Like <laughs> I can't go on 15 cruises like Dave does from the month of May to August. Are you a cruise least, guy? I am. Yeah, I go oh every year. God. I go on at least Brian, five. Follow last year him on seven. social media. You will. I mean, literally, uh-huh. he jumps for one cruise. Yeah, he I, puts his feet down. Back in, uh, in the Vegas, best. and then he jumps on another cruise. Cruises I mean, are it's the best. I, I, good. I, I'm going to have to get some pointers from him. Well, 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 well. If if you know how to work the offers, not saying I do that. There's a lot of the last potential. minute things. Well, no, I mean the casino offers. Oh, oh, oh you know, okay. because each casino gets uh, I, I don't know X amount of cruises per year, per quarter, or whatever, and, and they give them out as offers. So if you bet or play slots or whatnot. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and especially in Southern California, there's a lot of good opportunities for that. So we do the circuit every year. <laughs> well done. All right. Well, listen, we got four games. Let's start Let's start with the 
Well, we, we, kind of, we do, kind of dove into it. Right? We, we think the Tennessee-Baltimore game is going to be a track meet. Minnesota-San Francisco, um, you know, John is a game that's sitting right on seven. Uh, the total on the game, 44 and a half. And I, I think we're I think we get pretty solid two way action here. I I don't know that this I mean, look, number comes off seven. If you if you guys listen to this radio show, whether it's recorded later or live right now, if you follow David on um, uh, at Vegas Ringers on Instagram, you saw there was an offering yes that last week two huge tickets. We had an eight dime ticket on the Texans. He had an, a five dime ticket on the Vikings. And I never got the text after the Vikings game. Congratulations, all money line winners. So, Dave, did you have something on the money line on the Vikings? No, sir. That's no. that's all I had on those two. Okay. Next question before we basketball. get to the next question before we get to the upcoming games. When the Texans were down sixteen nothing, I wrote um, were, L. Were you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wrote an L. So you weren't looking to take a position in the second half at halftime or any in-game live stuff? Not really. Just because I have a team pregame, that doesn't mean – I think they were laying four and a half, if I, if I recall, in the second half. And to be honest with you, I was more involved in the basketball games. This time of year I'm excited about basketball, and I've been on fire doing that. So the football – it was just kind of like I bet it, but it, it wasn't even my main focus. But I didn't write the L. I was, that was a joke. I know anything. No, possible. well, like you know, Brian, from your well, so you watch all the games, Brian. I mean, did you think? Would did you take a, a spot or a shot in any second game? You know, thinking there was going to be a little reversion back, there were going to be a little bounce. Not necessarily they were going to tie it up and go into overtime and win the game, but they had not shown one no? one sign, not one sign that they were coming back in that game. Not one. Yeah, you're right. It, it, it was sixteen nothing. They had seven sacks in the game. Could have had fifteen sacks in the game. Watson avoided them, and then the Bills get a sixteen nothing lead, and like most idiotic teams do, went and played zone instead of te- keep terrorizing the guy. Then they're eight yards from field goal position. They can't stop Singletary. He's getting six yards a carry, and they go to a five wide empty backfield set. I'm not even going to go to the calls. I, I'm, the calls had nothing to do with it. Well, it did, but there was a helmet-to-helmet hit would have put him in field goal position. They didn't call. There was the the, the crackback block, which was ridiculous. But I'm, the, the officials had nothing to. At the end of the day, had nothing to do with it. It was the coaching. They, they're up thirteen nothing going into the locker room with the ball in the twenty-eight yard line with twenty-eight seconds to go. And I said to a friend, "Punch us in the end zone. This game's over." And on. Uh, there's 28 <laughs> seconds to go, and they're at the 25-yard line, and they give the ball to Gore and run the clock down and kick a field goal. And it's like, you know, I don't know. I, and then the, the worst of all was third and 18. Third and 18, and, and all, they, they, yeah. they dared them to pass underneath, and they didn't, they didn't run up and make the tackle. Uh, you, they, you play that game a thousand times, the Bills are winning it. I mean, that, that, that's like Super Bowl 25 all over again. Bottom, you know, Texans are there. Good for I, them. I thought that's my all, bet was that, dead. That's yeah. all that matters. I mean, the Texans won the game. So the question that I have for you, Dave and Brian, is this whole letdown scenario. You know, you're you're a, you're a huge dog. You win the game outright, the Vikings, and now it's like let. The, I know you're going to say, well, it's the playoffs, but I mean, obviously, San Francisco was not. They were preparing to not play the Vikings, right? So that was you know a huge dog winning outright. So now it's like you saw the line opened at six. Now it's seven. 
you know, it's it, it, I, I see it would be kind of hard in my brain to see Minnesota They're winning play the at game. that same level. Minnesota's winning the game. It kind of feels well, like wait, that. Wait, let, let me finish. So that's what I was going to say is that at this time of the year, on these games, this is when the money line bets become, uh, you know, if, if you like Minnesota guys and you're listening – and they're winning the game. You should put a little something on that plus 300 on the Sean, money line. a month ago, a month ago on this show, did, did we not yeah. sit here yeah, we did. and bang the drum to play Minnesota at 20, 25 to 1? That they were, uh, right. they were laying in the weeds because they were injured and everybody was going to come back. And then they throw a 9, 9 and a half up because the last two games they look like crap. But the last two games they didn't play their running back. Now it's the team we were talking about a month ago. And Garoppolo's done. I mean, they've had a great season. Good for them. He's never won nothing. And and believe me, he's as capable of throwing a pick six as anybody. I think Minnesota's coming in here with momentum. I, I think. I believe me. I tell you, I think they can win this game outright. I, I think it's. I think getting a full seven here with an elite team like this is huge. Like I, I think the line should be five, maybe. So so to get that extra uh, couple points onto the key number. I definitely feel good about it, and and as far as winning outright, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could, you could obviously see them r- just rolling through to the Super Bowl and then crushing Baltimore. You guys, mm. so now, no, no, so no, no, no. That, of course, I don't mean that. Wait a minute, you, you mean wait. you mean Minnesota, Tennessee? Okay, sure. I mean, what would that have paid uh, uh, last yeah. week? Uh, ten ten thousand to one or something? You know, so yeah, I mean, anything can happen, but. Definitely, I'm, every guy I know that that I respect on Minnesota, every single one of them this week at seven. Well, every though, guy you know that you respect, I'm assuming is on, assuming is on both dogs. They're well, they're on no, they're on Minnesota, and then the Packers Seahawks game. You know, bat, you know, it's not one sided there. But then the only game that really stands out is that Minnesota one. Yeah, like well, I even you, know some I'm guys saying, that want to lay the points. They're going to all be on the plus ten. Well, no, some of Tennessee. them. No, I mean that's no, no. But that Minnesota one is just hands down the top play that, to that, everybody. I agree with you that that one sticks out. The other games, I think you go to totals. Uh, can, yeah, they're can, thinner. Can, can Tennessee win outright? I absolutely believe so. I I don't think they will, but at the level of, that they're playing at is you know with that running back. Uh, Tennessee. I, I said this last last week. Tennessee's like a hockey team coming into the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the, they played playoff football for a month just to, or playoff hockey to get in, and then an eight seed goes and beats a one seed. Tennessee is playing at a really high level. Uh, they are going to score points in this game. Uh, the Ravens are going to score points too. For me, it's more oh. of the spot. So so you have two games right around ten, and and this is this is a key number, and so you're you're kind of hoping can I possibly get eleven, which is ambitious. But you're hoping at post most. This is how I. You're you're hoping at post to get some type of market value, meaning an extra hook on ten or 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 possibly. I mean, ten and a half could be tough too. But it feels good right at post if it's nine nine and a half, and we're able to get a ten here. Uh, this is a good feeling. So it's more of the spot for me, not the team. It's just the double-digit uh, team in the playoff. Just that alone is, is tempting for me, even in the regular season, so definitely in the playoffs, you know, when teams have momentum or and, whatnot. And the crazy one is, is the Kansas City game that uh, actually kind of flies under the radar, but we talk about it every year. I mean, every year ad nauseum. And it's, it's an angle everybody knows and everybody plays and everybody cashes. 
is Andy Reid coming off a bye week. But wait a minute, this is the playoffs. It is Andy Reid coming off a bye week with extra time to prepare. Um, and uh, look out for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I could see both of them rolling. Sure, but yeah, it's just the spot for me. So, but but his analysis sounds everything he's saying. I think yeah, it sounds good. But I just can't resist these double-digit dogs at any time in any sport. You know. But you know, again, because for listeners that are listening, obviously, like you said, you're more involved in basketball right now, and you're playing a very small percentage of your bankroll on these games. And so the thing is, you won't be surprised if Kansas City and the Ravens just absolutely roll. Not at all. And they'll probably fly way over if that happens. Not fly way over, but the games will probably go over if if, if they cover, most likely. No. And then then on the Green Bay-Seattle, I think I'm leaning towards uh, Green Bay, laying the four. Why did you think Seattle should have uh, been more effective with no quarterback in the, in Philly, or or is that what the reasoning? No, just from a power rankings and and uh, well the back to back road everything the buy the back to back road the weather. So when just, do we start hedging, uh, Mike, on his forty eight thousand dollars future? We don't. We tickets? go even more. We don't. Have, I mean, we'll see next week. I'll, I'll give you. I I tell you the way. To, I think you approach the Green Bay game because I that could be high scoring. It could be low scoring. It could be Seattle. You know, uh, pulling some miracle off at the tail end. Wilson running around if they don't take a delay game penalty or do something stupid. <laughs> you guys always bring oh, something up on one of my vets. Well, I, I can't. But I, I'm telling you, the safe way to play this game, I believe, is take Green Bay minus three in the first half because Green Bay is a fast starting team. Well, yeah, no, this is good too, the and then you can shop around and, and, and find market now, value there. Hopefully, now I will say this. Because Houston came back from being down sixteen nothing, just that adrenaline in that pump, it wouldn't be surprised me if I was going to look for a double digit dog to win out right. If Houston's the one that does it, well, I think I think a team that comes back from a big deficit like that, and, and even overtime. I mean, this is I, I look to fade those teams in the next week. So so this Got is it. tough for me. That was a miracle. Yeah, the, the, because I mean it's house well, money. Like to, it's oh, house money, like and you're breathing. Not having to give up uh, ten. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, it, not just not just poking holes with you boys, but I mean honestly, Tennessee's playing great football. If a, if a double digit dogs winning a game, it's Tennessee. Well, I mean, T- it, Tennessee's playing oh. really good football. Houston's an in and outer. I, I don't know what you're getting with them. I mean, I get it, Brian. It's the excitement, the hype of last week. No, it's not. But but it is, because if you look back three weeks ago, they had a home game to win the division, and they lost to Houston outright. It's okay. So, yeah, I, I, I get all it. The, with, who, that's who, when Henry was still there. Who, I'm not, who, look, I'm who's, take out. who's the best wide receiver in football in the, last, in the second half of the season? The best wide receiver in football? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Who's the best running back in football? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Who's playing at a ridiculously high level at quarterback? <laughs> I mean, gonna be he's gonna he's gonna win a lottery ticket. I'm I'm not talking about Tennessee like they're the Chicago the eighty five Bears, but I mean they they lost in Week sixteen in a game that they rested Derrick Henry and gave the Saints all they could handle when the Saints were trying to win. And okay, they lost to Houston. It's a division game. They know each other. But other than that, look at the games Tennessee won. That's a game. A game they lost. I mean, One look, game. They, 
Last week, uh, the Patriots in itself, they're not the same team. They have no outside of Edelman. Who's Wait a minute. Up. You guys weren't saying that last week. Look, you I guys weren't it. saying that last week. It bite my you, you, tongue. You guys like, gave Tennessee no chance last week. You got to be honest. They went there. in there. I mean, they, look, they got you. They got the job done. I didn't think that. I didn't think they would either. That type of talent on defense, that they would just run all over. I didn't. The Patriots when they're extremely strong inside. I mean, their secondary is amazing. You saw that Tannehill only threw for seventy-five yards, but I mean, they couldn't even tackle the guy. I mean, he was getting six to seven yards a carry, if not more consistently, and, and when they knew, everybody in the stadium knew they were running the ball, they so, still got So, out of curiosity, take the purple bird off your hat, <laughs> all right? Being, what's to say he can't do that again this week? You're telling me the Patriots' defense is no good? They were the best defense well, in, in football this year. I'm not year. saying that. I think, look, I think the way the formula for Tennessee to win this week is to get up early and be able to control the ball and control possession. If they get That's down fair. early quick, yeah. it's over because That's they're fair. not going to be able to run the ball and control those long drives. I mean, we had we had a problem with, you know, Brad, you know, Chubb earlier this season when he ran all over us, but that was prior to that was the last loss we had back in September. That was prior to the Peters trade. That was prior to Lamar really getting in gear with everybody else on that offense. And now we're the ones that control the ball. So if if it's a track meet and we're up early, I don't think they have a chance. But if they could, you know, eat up early and it, they have a chance to in the second half control possession, they have a shot. Otherwise, well, I, the, 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 the thing I would say to you, I think it's absolutely correlated. And I think I, ten, I think I think Tennessee would be in a high scoring game too. But I think it's absolutely correlated. It's, it's Baltimore in the over. And it's likely Tennessee in the under. Wonder, I wonder if you could comfortably get that parlay. Either well, well, the 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 Tennessee in the under. I wonder if you could comfortably get that in around town. What do you think? Yeah, that's a really good one. Uh, that's strong. I mean, just from the numbers part of it. Not even not even any of the analysis you just said. Just uh, just the numbers part of it's really good. But Mike's point is spot on. If, if well, t- tell you this, Mike. You, you sure don't want to see Tennessee get a ten nothing lead, right? Because then it, then then you're playing yeah. their game. I yeah. mean, the start of the game's critical. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And the layoff of three weeks for Lamar and a majority of that offense could be an issue. Um, it's happening years past where teams, teams have rested their yeah. players. They come in after the bye and mm-hmm. they're just rusty. And we kind of had that uh, similar situation in the Cleveland game. So. We just weren't ready, and we just came out. We were really, really sluggish and slow. So, hey, I do you believe- know, hey, Mike, I'll tell you, buddy. I mean, listen, Drew Brees played pretty bad. Who saw that? You know, who saw that coming? You know what I mean? I mean, so you know, that's why they play the game. I mean, but Brees, you know, Brees didn't play well. Uh, was it Brees didn't play well, or Minnesota made him not play well? I think it's a combination oh, I mean, look, of both. You, but they made him not play well. NFC. You go back to the NFC, and I've been saying this all season, the top six teams, the parity is so close. The AFC, there's a couple really standout teams, and the rest are mediocre. And the NFC, I mean, if Minnesota wins that game versus Green Bay, they get the bye, and it's a complete flip-flop, you know, week 15. I mean, sorry, week, um, week 14. So 
you have that situation where they just, because of that one game, Minnesota with a great record gets the six seed when we all know they're not really a six seed and with the talent that they have. And, again, they didn't have Cook. They didn't have Madison. They Thielen was hurt a good portion of the season. He was just coming back from injury. And once you have that stud in Cook, who's a potential MVP candidate if he stayed healthy all year, you could just see the difference where their defenses can't just, you know, defenses have to respect the run, and it opens up their receivers. I mean, Diggs, as good of a player as he is, he was going absolutely insane because he didn't have any targets in the first half and, you know, because they were just playing what the defense gave them. And look what they did. I mean, they're a type of team that could beat anybody. And like like Dave said, getting seven points of the road, what has Jimmy done? I mean, it's absolutely true. Every time he's played in a big game, he hasn't really won any, you know, he he won a couple close games this year. But in terms of putting him on the spotlight, coming off a bye at home, it's going to be tough. I mean, I could see this game being very close, even though San Fran finally is going to play with their full secondary that they haven't played with in about a month. That they're all coming back, but again, how rusty are those guys going to be? Hey, and, they and, haven't and, played in a month. They're coming off a bye. It's, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. No, oh, by the way, can I? I want to. I want to ask Dave a question. And Dave, I'm not rubbing it in because I was with you. I had the Patriots. Were you surprised? I know you could. I know you don't emotionally. Uh, I love your video quote. You know, watching games is a sign of weakness. But it is, or, or caring about the result. But I had to turn my surpri- TV on for that one, though. Well, sorry, go ahead. What was okay, that? So, what, so that I, I figured you might have. Were you surprised uh, that they lost at home? Yes. And same thing, Brian. For you, just forget the spread. Were you surprised Brady could and company couldn't figure a way to get the W? My friend, well, I, he was I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if, if do you remember last I week. I or? don't know if we, you guys listen to these shows. We do. <laughs> he listens to himself. <laughs> last week, every time you said, "David, I, you got it, baby." Okay, yeah, well, we we're here too, I man. I don't like, know. I mean, I, you can uh, learn something. I, I don't know how many times I said last week Tennessee's beating them. Uh, you, you, you kept saying they could cover the five, but there's no way New England, uh, that Tennessee, New England wouldn't win the game. It's like New England couldn't beat Miami. Well, I, I, I think I, to me, just because they couldn't beat Miami didn't matter. But well, it, it shocked long, me. It they, shocked they, me. Yeah. They needed three weeks. They needed a trick play to get it in the end zone, and they won three what you games said. with block punts. But I remember what you said too. You said, "Okay, they could get a first round by, and they're favored by seventeen, and they couldn't even win there." And I thought about it. I said, "Wow, they, that's that's right. They were up well, for that and, game." And let me throw something else at you. Uh, Kansas City is coming in here finally a healthy football team. All right, they missed so, they, they missed her, they missed Hill for four or five weeks early in the season. You get Mahomes had the kneecap thing; he's running around on one leg for a bunch of weeks, and and then they rest they rested Lashawn McCoy for two weeks, and with Reed saying three weeks ago we want him fresh for the playoffs. You watch Kansas City now; absolutely know how to run the football. And oh, by the way, uh, if you go back to look the last time. Kansas City lost a football game. Oh, it happened to be Tennessee who beat them. Yeah. So let's answer this question. Yeah, but no, Mahomes, you can't. You can't really count so that. Let, let, I want everybody to give me their line. What's the line in the Ravens Kansas City five. game? Five. I was just thinking about that while we were talking. I think five. What do you think? It's seven. No. No, I'll three and a half. It's four. four. I, I think it's at least five. I mean, no. Well, obviously, well, obviously it depends. Ravens what, will be at home. 
It, it obviously depends how they look this week. Because if the Chiefs just win, you know, by 30 and Baltimore barely well, did we wins. lose that game? It was tied up, uh, Mike. We lost to Kansas City, right? Yeah, and that was full. Uh, that was everybody's full roster outside of Hill. So we went in there. We've struggled in Kansas City. I think it's just flip-flops. It goes from, you know, if we were there, it would be the same line as it would be if it was here. Just flip-flop. I, 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 I bet I, you the total in that game would be... I think it's five. I think 49 it's five. and a half. 49 and a half. I... I yeah, yeah. I think it's five. I, I, I at five, I probably would just enjoy the game. But if so, if somehow it was three or seven, obviously I'm betting it. Uh, Listen, can a guy get a Jeopardy bet down? I heard you could bet. No, on don't, that. don't say nothing. I now, watched if you, it. If you, yeah, I watched it last night. And if, if no, 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 no Ken no, is my hero. Suppose, I'm just saying right now. I read somewhere, somewhere, so supposedly maybe somebody leaked this thing. So. Uh, all the bets I, are I, off. I don't want to hear nothing. I, I taped it I last night. I don't know anything. I was making a joke. Oh, Sue, ba- sorry. Uh, oh, by, well, by the way, yeah, the, the third guy. You can't bet on a pre-recorded event and well, expect somebody not to, to talk up, Talk about a, a bad beat. Like if you were betting that last night, the, the third place guy, you know, he kept getting the daily doubles. Where the whole <laughs> the whole time, the whole, uh, how do you say his last name? James, James, I don't know. It's like James and Ken. But he's Are you the, friends with that guy? He's the Dave? guy. He'll go all in on, on. He never got. He never got the daily double once in the two shows. Are you friends with that guy, Dave? No, I know he. No, no, I'm not. Okay, but I know he bets yeah, baseball. Babe. He's friends. He's friends with you. He's got that going. For I him. heard he's one of the sharpest baseball betters ever. I heard he's he crushes. I don't. Baseball. Well, supposedly, and, and this is from Dave. a reliable source that he crushes baseball. Supposedly, analytically, but to team, me, if somebody teams crushes, are actually talking to the guy. But it, yeah, so if somebody actually crushes baseball, forget about Jeopardy. I'm more impressed by the crushing baseball because it, the the volume you can get. With that many games daily, I, this is this is the sport I wish I could beat more than any other sport. Uh, to be honest with you, but uh, yeah, no, congrats, the guy's a winner all around. No, that's my. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Jeopardy again tonight. Yeah, no, I, mean, I won't yeah, say anything else. But so so let let's let's talk about college basketball and let's talk about beating the closing number. So this I've was been interesting doing the other day. This Brian, we did a 24-minute video. Betting is a business, not what you bet. Sometimes when you bet. So here's a prime example: the number one team in in the NBA against the spread is the is Oklahoma City. So they've covered more games against the spread. They're 25 and 12 against the spread. 68 mm. percent money making machine. Dave had Philadelphia minus six and a half the other night when they played Oklahoma. And on and so that you always ask me, Dave, about the closing results, right? You always say, "Is that the closing number?" So here's the perfect example: you won Philadelphia minus six and a half, but Oklahoma gets credited with the cover, taking them, keeping them in the top spot because it closed at seven and a half, and they lost by seven. So yes, Dave, it's always on the closing number. And you can see that video that I posted on Vegas Ringers. But yeah, I did. I laid six and a half. It was six and a half when it came out. And I said, okay, this should probably be eight, eight and a half. So I laid it, and then when the next day it was eight, I was proud of myself, uh, regardless of the outcome, and it happened to fall right on seven. I said, you know what? Now I really got to pat so myself. So what I did, I took Oak City plus a seven and a half, because I'm, I'm like, I basically said, well, I was lazy when I got your alert. I couldn't bet. I didn't bet them. 
So I'm going to wait till post. So for all you listeners out there, you know, if you're if you're logging in and you're getting selections, especially somebody like Dave, it's not if it's a small enough amount. It's not it's not a bet. I know you would never bet against yourself unless you had a reason to, Dave. But I just I couldn't stomach laying the bad number. So I went the other way, small, and then we, you won and I won. We basically both hit the middle. <laughs> well, it's it's well, when you hear six and a half to seven and a half, you really think, well, no big deal, but it's it's huge every half point. And I do. I'll go ahead and say this because I'm, I'm feeling good right now. I've won 20 out of 21 days, so you know. Hope oh, I the, know. Hope the luck continues today. Uh, but yeah, you, it, it's every half point today. We got our money in good too. I, I'm looking at it right now. I don't even think one is better out of the nine I gave. Uh, so that's this should be another it, it, win or lose. Like I said, as long as you get your money in good. That's yeah, when you look at teams, what do you think about this, guys? Uh, you know, all, anybody can chime in on this. When you look at teams that obviously get a lot of the uh, TV time, teams like the Lakers. So the Lakers rolled yesterday. They blow out the Knicks, right? So everybody's mm-hmm. perception is they're just a covering machine. They're 19-17-1 against the spread. The line makers are doing a very good mm-hmm. job on the Lakers. 19-17-1. Well, a lot of times when a team is just – winning uh, by a big margin people subconsciously just feel like they have been covering the spread that you keep seeing the lakers win by 10 plus and you, and you just assume oh they're they're i can just bet the lakers but a lot of these spreads are double digits so that's why uh it looks better than it than it actually is i i they last night wasn't a very competitive game but there, yeah there's been a couple of them i think against the i was it the suns well it's it's they were up by 30 the and then didn't cover on one of the well, games. Well, so interesting, the Knicks, they're 19-18-1 and 18 and one against the spread. So okay. both of them have the same record now. And then you have other – and so, you know, when you're looking at the top spots in the NBA and then we'll go into the college – um, you know, uh, Oak City. Did you did you realize they were number one no. against the spread? I know you don't. No, number no, but it makes sense. Is, it makes sense yeah. now that I thought about it. Uh, it makes sense because because I've I've been thinking why do why are all these why do they get so much love on the on the on the lines? But now it makes sense with what you said. And then you got Boston. They're twenty and twelve and two against the spread in the second spot. Right, I've done good and with then, them. And then and then you have the Heat. Twenty-one and thirteen and two against the spread, and those are your those are your main top three money-making machine teams right now. While teams that people you know like that are winning, look at Denver. Denver is fourteen and eighteen and four against the spread. I'm gonna repeat that: they're fourteen, eighteen, and four, forty-three percent against the spread, but they get a lot of love. And I'm not saying on just from the betting public as a whole. So I mean, it's, you you see that you you it kind of makes you like Denver's not that much better against the spread than the Spurs. That's my hopefully they're fifteen, eighteen, and one after today. That's my. Well, I knew that I, I, after I said that. But you know, the thing is, when you look at teams like Golden State, everybody threw in the towel and said, you know, they're horrible, they're horrible, they're horrible. Well, they're about fifty percent against the spread. They're seventeen and twenty-one see, against the spread. See, I would have thought. They were lower than that because it, it feels like they just even even banged up that they've still underachieved. So uh, I would have thought, yeah, a lot lower than that. So but, let's see. And they have some Brian, good outright wins. David, who's the worst team against the spread in the uh, NBA? The Spurs. Uh, let me guess. The Spurs. The Suns. Oh, the worst. The worst record of everybody. Oh, then the is it the Cavaliers? I, I don't know. Detroit Pistons. Fourteen, really? twenty-three, and one against the spread. Okay. 
I didn't know that. So See, I don't look that stuff up. But, but, but as you say it, then I'm thinking, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But the the Warriors actually holding their own against the spread is pretty shocking because well, even though they're right. losing, like you said, they're they're covering the number, which is all we care about. I mean, well, unless we're a fan, yeah, exactly. So you know, I'm a I'm a you know you know I guess I'm partial to the beard. I'm a Houston Rock. I like watching the Rockets play. You know what? They're not doing much. They're 18 and 17 against the spread. So again, teams that have these winning records, the line makers, and we talk about this all the time, Brian. The parity of the line maker doing their job. So right now, dogs have a 10 game edge in the NBA. 274 dogs have covered. 264 favorites have covered, and 15 games have pushed on the closing number. 50.9% to the dogs o- over 500 games. Okay, it's just yeah, you're See, I know Brian, who to go to when I need that Brian, info. Yes, sir. Overs and unders, you're a total guy. 276 games have gone over the total. 273 games have gone under the total on the closing number. 276 and 273. Amazing. And how many pushes? Well, that's tough. None. Well, none. None. Okay. Well, I mean, good work. Good work, guys. Good work, betters. We should congratulate the betters, too, because I'm pretty sure it's a little bit... It's a mix. The opening is not not as... Because uh, that's literally... What is that? Like 50.2 to... I mean, that's literally... No, 50.1. Oh, yeah, like 50.12%. I think it's 50.1, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But I'll give you a great uh, – now we're going to flip over into college because you've been on a roll in college. Just to give you the quick numbers, the dogs right now have a 50 – so in both NBA and in both college basketball, dogs have a basically 1% edge, 51%. 1,174 games have the dog has covered. 1,140 games the favorite has covered. That is a 34 difference – on over 2,000 games, 41 games have hit the number on the closing number. 41 games. So if you're a guy betting early and you're a guy betting late and you're a guy that's following Dave and you're beating the opening number in college basketball, once you get a move, I would say about two, three points, if you get a move like that, it, it, you know, it, it's showing you that 41 times you could have scooped both sides. Well, that, that just tells me, too, you could literally – have taken every dog, shopped around for an extra half point, and and held your own. If not, right. I think you'd be up. So another reason, listeners, we like dogs, because over the long run, it's just a little bit more than fifty percent. It's all we need. We need everything we can, every inch that we can get. So, but like today, I think I have eight dogs and one favorite. So I do, I do take some favorites too. But now I will say this. Totals in college basketball, Brian, this is amazing, 57% to the over. Wow. 1,579 games have gone over. 1,211 games have gone under. That is a huge differential for that many games. You've been playing your teams with letters? <laughs> I've been playing all every IUPUI, you know. Uh, oh, let's talk about last night. Mike went to a game. Mike's uh, doing two Maryland sports th- th- this week. Mike was at the stadium last night. Mike, how was that Ohio State Maryland game? Very, very sloppy game, but uh, 
ended up playing the right side and, and got the job done. You know, and again, that's the thing. When you look at some of these teams, uh, Dave, uh, it's amazing. A team like Maryland at home, winning at home at a high rate, 12-2 and two, straight up, and they make them a two-point favorite against Ohio State. Is there anything else exciting that happened at that game? It didn't sound like you had a good time. He's like, oh, that was okay. awesome. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Jealous. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go with you one time. No, the college – I love, I love the, watching. The atmosphere oh, I love it's great. It. Which one of you two um, have the PSLs for the Oakland game? So, we, you know, when we come out and do the radio show, we can right. do it live from an well, Oakland game. Um, hey, man. Brian, Brian is this where you're my real Brian, friend? It's all yours, babe. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Knock yourself <laughs> out. No, I, I, I've been to a lot of NFL games in my life. I ain't in no hurry to go to another. Come on. But when you Buffalo you comes, you're going. Nope. Oh, you don't want to see even when you're when Buffalo? Okay, uh, I'll be I'll be doing my thing at Sunset Station. I want to watch all the games. See, that's what drives me nuts. I want to see all the games. I, I, you, yeah, I, I I sit there watching uh, and, and just picturing people at the stadiums. Like all you're doing is sitting through commercials. You're like, literally oh. in heaven, and then and then you have like a small scoreboard. And it's like I want to see all these games too. So that's what kills me. And then you're not able to bet. That's why I don't like the only game I want to go to is like Monday Night Football or you know that when there's only one game in the in the slot or for basketball we go. You're not flying to Green Bay. Well, no, for college basketball I like to go to the night games here or when they start in the daytime and it's like one of the only daytime games. But other than that, I don't I don't want to miss the action on the other games. Well, for the betting mostly. I was doing the math the other day and I don't even know what it would be uh, officially, but it. I have to have gone to over uh, uh, over 225 Bills games. I I've seen wow, it. Really? I've seen plenty. <laughs> I've seen plenty. Yeah, but you haven't seen this though. That's huh? why it's a new stadium. Okay, I'll take that bet that you'll end up in the stadium. Oh, I'm going to go see the stadium. Oh, okay. I want to go see the stadium. Yeah, I was. Oh no, s- I'll, I'll end up going to a Raider. I mean, I'll go a Monday night or a Thursday night or. But the, yeah, the that's Sunday, what I mean. Sunday thing. I, see, I, so you kind of. I, I don't want to. That's why I'm very intrigued how this is all going to pan out here. How the locals will approach this. I know that that Southern California and Raider Nation is going to invade Vegas and go to those games, um, but I think the people that have been here. I think they, they love their routine now uh, with sports books mm-hmm. and all the games and the betting. Because we got it oh, made. No, I agree. And I, I, I honestly I, I think it would be very curious to see what that percentage of out-of-towners to locals going, going to the Raiders games will be. I, you know, I, think, I, it's, I think it's out of – yeah, I think it's mostly out-of-towners. I mean, yeah, yeah, I never thought about it, though. Yeah, Let me ask you, Dave, with this here. college basketball season that we <laughs> have here. a lot of people here. <laughs> Not, yeah, yes, sir? Are you looking at teams like Yale, St. Francis, Pennsylvania, Abilene Christian, Sacramento State, LaSalle? Yes, but I would never watch the game. (laughs) But yeah, are you aware? Are you aware? I know Brian is probably aware. Are you aware, Dave, that the number one team against the spread at eighty-five percent is Yale? They are eleven and two ATS against the spread, followed by St. Francis at nine and two, followed by Abilene Christian at eight and two, followed by Sacramento State at eight and two. Where's the Duquesne? Teams that get all the. I'm sorry. Duquesne. Where's Duquesne? Uh, Duquesne they're not, they're is. Not. I gotta find them. No. I gotta find them, which means they're not at the top of the list. I will find them for you. I think you. I tried to bet. Abilene Christian the other day and it was a 300 max and I said forget it but but it opens up later in the year 
later in the year, you know, you can get more down. But on the those. cool, the cool thing about college football or basketball, um, it's like hockey. The hockey games are about to change. The time of year, the games are going to become more defensive in posture. Now you got conference play in college basketball, well, well, it, it, it's, and it's a whole different dynamic. Now. Well, now extra games and added games, you literally can't get anything down. But once football is over and, and they have more info, they do open the limits up a little bit. And, and then right around, right at the end of February, uh, you can get down you know, thousands on an added game even. So so it changes. So I'm just not very interested at this point uh, to really focus on those games. But Yale, I mean Yale, yeah, obviously Yale, you can – that's a little different than Abilene Christian, I think. Well, what's amazing is a team like Maryland yesterday with such a notoriety, they're 7-8 and eight against the spread. Duke Blue Devils, 9-5 and five against the spread. Nothing like, you know, nothing crazy. All these little teams that are basically, like with me and Brian talk about year over year, o- overlooked by the general public. I mean, when you get rid of that Abilene, when you, then you get down to the lesser games, well, Alabama A and M is ten and three against the spread. Winthrop is ten and three against the spread. You're going Fairfield deep now. is ten and three against <laughs> the spread. Tennessee State and Prairie View. I mean, I can't find a big school in the top twenty five in the top tiered ATS records. I think too the, the I think guys are finding bigger edges on those smaller schools that you named. I think that's what it is. Because some people actually know a lot about those schools. I don't, you don't, he doesn't. But some guys out there like just study those schools. And so I'm sure some people made money off of it. Yeah, the general public obviously know. But I'm sure there's guys that, that have that made, have made money off of, off of them. Yale, I've done so good with do you, Yale. Do you, do you, when you're doing your analytics on your college basketball and you have so many games on the board, like today you have nine selections so far, you could add more. Are I'll have you, more. I'll have one or how two. How do you do? You have do you break it up with your like? Do you decide I'm going to do the SEC, then I'm going to do the ACC, or you just look at everything and just like? Is there a method to the madness? I know you don't want to give it all away, but I'm just. There's so many schools. How do you? Just, how do you I do just it? look at the ones that have the the regular limits. It was a joke. You didn't get it. How does he do it? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You didn't. Well, get it. I, I take out my <laughs> no my algorithms. No, but I just go down the board. That, that's how I do it. And, and I spend time on each game, a lot of time. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a process. Yep. And what about you, uh, Brian? With so many schools, is there a, do you decide I'm going to just, I know you're, you're into Canisius and Buffalo. Do you, is that what you do? You just say, I'm going to stick with what I like and, and, and analyze that? Or do you just, I mean, it's so uh, it's many con- games. It's conference. Well, no, the, the, those four teams specifically, uh, I focus on because, I know what they've done and, and how they've done it for a lot of years and things that have worked consistently when they play each other. You just ought to blindly take the points. Okay. But because I know those teams, by extension, then I know the Metro Atlantic teams and I know the Atlantic 10 teams um, and the Mid-American teams. And then out here we have a read on the Mountain West teams because of things that, that are kind of in front of us. So you know, by following some teams, by extension, you get a read on the conference. Can I ask you something? So, so a day like today, it's a, it's a nice board. Which game are you most excited about? Which game is Brian going? Oh, I, I want to watch excited this. Excited about? Yeah. Well, there's no, always no. one game that you're, or or which are you going to be in the sports book watching multiple no. games? So, so you'll have what what game do you see your television? Well, I guess what your the, uh, the national, but 
No, actually, the games I focus on tonight, I, I thought San Diego State-Wyoming, a Mountain West game. Uh, UNLV's got Boise State was actually a game uh, was paying attention to a little bit. Um, and, and nothing I'm doing a cartwheel to, to run and okay. watch. This I was is, curious. I was I'll, curious. I'll be watching hockey. Okay, nice. Okay, good answer. Right. Uh, I did. I took the points in that game. I'm just giving out Which all game? My, I took Wyoming. I took the over. Okay. <laughs> well, how many picks have we given out? Eight? <laughs> See, sometimes we gave out like one, and it was right at the end. That's okay. We've it's given just, out eight. It's just a day. It's just one day. <laughs> Don't put too much honey, though, guys. All right, so, but the bottom line is we're down to the final four in the NFL. These games are going to be nuts. Uh, they'll be player props, and, and, I, and I'm telling you, I get excited about that. They're, they're real opportunities. Uh, to me, in, inside these games, with the player prop aspect of it, that was that was the one thing. And, and no one, I couldn't find it last week. They did not have a player prop. But the one thing I talked about last week, there was not a doubt in my mind. Josh Allen was going to go nuts running the football. That all year long he was sliding and and Man, he looked good. and and they, they probably they, they probably would have put up forty four and a half yards rushing for the. I thought he was going to get over a hundred. He got forty one on the one carry. But but, but he the point amazing. And then he made a well, then of things. he makes a bonehead yeah. play. But he's a kid, you know whatever. That's um, not on him. But but the point is that as you're breaking these games down, if you're if you're read on the games, and I think we've done a pretty good job here the last. Whatever half of the season since we, we really dived into this, you know, in terms of how we believe these games will play out, you can go inside the game, and if the, if your handicap of the game is proper, you can find an edge with some you know some player props, some individual type guys. Of things, yes, yeah, matchups. I, I'm not very into those bets, but right, I think you find a real edge. I, I think you do too. You and find, I know find a couple some people soft that just do there. that, and I, it's like I, I go, wow, how do you do that? They they yeah, they make a fortune percentage wise. So th- I mean, this is the high percentage bets. You know, because they're just throwing out. Well, the limits numbers. are certainly right, but still, percentage-wise, especially if you bet smaller, this is the way to go. You know, the smaller the limit, the bigger the edge you can find is is the general rule for everyone listening. But I mean, I mean I, by the way, I mean, when and we'll get to this, uh, but when the big game rolls around, how how much do you dive into the props? I'm because, not very into props. No, I mean, no. I, I'm you. And, I know you are, and but it's I'm not. about twelve to fifteen. Um, well, I bet a few of them, but I don't. I don't have it mastered. Where I, you know, some guys spend. They write out their own lines and then they go and. And I'm not. I just kind of look at it and bet the the basic things that that you you know fading the because everybody wants to bet the yeses basically. So the so the so the strategy is you you shop around for the nos, the unders, things like that because the public bets. For things to happen, but there could be a, up an individual player prop projected yards and things of that nature. Where, I, and I, I found this to be the case that have a, a much stronger belief in that than the actual opinion on how the get you know the the, the side the oh, side or what, the total. Well, this is what you should be doing. Yeah, if I was, it's not something that I'm that I get too involved. In. I wish that I would have all these years, but that's yeah, never too late. It's never too late. I know. You got a phone. You're never off it. Yeah, even during the show, I'm, I'm, I'm on a. <laughs> I'm checking odds, so I know what to go. say. All right, we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. You can give the boys a call, 800 209 1679. So listen, you fellas, I got a fe- funny feeling you're going to end up there, uh, John. So you guys have a good time at the football game on we'll Sunday. We'll see. You'll be there. You got it. You'll we'll be, be there. We'll be back next week. Go Ravens. Oh, there uh, it is. Say we one more time. <laughs> You gonna get her done, Mike? 
We're going to get it done. We're going to get it done. All right, fellas. Have a good one. This hour flew by. Uh, We invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. When we come back next week, we'll be off the championship weekend in the NFL. And, of course, we hey, we got the college championship game, too. we got all kinds of cool stuff, and we'll be back with you again next week. It's the Vegas Board, Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Members of Congress are taking part in briefings regarding the intelligence that led to the decision to kill terrorist Kassam Soleimani. Republican Congressman Adam Kinzinger from Illinois sits on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. He was in one of those briefings, and he tells Fox News. Yeah, listen, in uh, 10 years of being here, that 